right, we are going to talk about Jennifer Kessie. Have you ever heard of Jennifer Kessie? Nope. Alrighty, let's jump into Jennifer then. So, our story takes place in Orlando, Florida. Which, what part? You're going to Florida sometime soonish. What part of Florida is that again? Isn't that close to Orlando? Thanks. So, this is in Orlando with 24 year old Jennifer Kessie. I think I'm saying that name right. I listened to a couple of video clips, so hopefully that's right. Jennifer Kessie. And things were going really well for Jennifer. She had recently purchased her own condo, which, I mean, 24, that's not bad. And she had, you know, she had a good job. She had a boyfriend. Now, this boyfriend was long distance, but things were going pretty well with them. They saw each other almost every weekend, and they had recently gone on a vacation together. A vacation? Oh, okay. I can't remember the exact place. It, I, I mean, I saw where the vacation was. It was somewhere tropical, but I mean, it was off of Florida, so not that surprising. It was just like a long weekend trip, mm-hmm. and they had gone and had a really good time, Okay. On January 23rd of 2006, she had a perfectly normal evening. She spoke to her family, and then she called her boyfriend, and the call with her boyfriend ended around 10 p.m. Now, during the night, at some point after she talks to her boyfriend, her phone is turned completely off. Now, that's that's a little weird for me just because I use my phone as an alarm. But I guess maybe, I mean, it is 2006. Maybe she still had an alarm clock and turned it off. Maybe, but okay. I don't understand. I don't know exactly what evidence they have to this, but some of the reports actually claimed that the battery had been taken out of the phone. Mm. I don't know how they know this. Or maybe they don't. Maybe it's just. But that's why I didn't like say it at first, but some people claim that the battery was taken out. So I'm not sure, but maybe she just like didn't want to be disturbed. Maybe she was a light sleeper. I don't know. But either way, her phone goes off that night. Okay. Well, I think if I remember correctly, so back then, because yeah, I think I remember actually turning it off at night because you thought that like it was better to turn off your electronics. Maybe. Like I said, so I don't know, but. Her phone was turned off that night after she talked to her boyfriend. Okay. So she had a very normal night, but you know, she's on this story. So obviously things are going to become abnormal. The next morning, she, even though they'd had their normal conversation that night, she does not make her morning wake up call to her boyfriend who is long distance. Like, did I tell you that he's about two hours away? Okay. So she doesn't make her normal morning call to her boyfriend. Okay. Now, at first, he kind of writes this off like, okay, maybe she was having a busy day. Whatever. I'll talk to her later. One missed call in the morning. Not super concerning, right? But then he tries to call her and it goes straight to voicemail. Now, it gets even weirder because she doesn't show up to work. Now, this is very out of character for her. Like I mentioned, she is successful. She has a degree. She's working in her degree. Uh, She's a finance agent for a company. And it is very out of character for her to not call or something if she's going to be late or not show up to work. So her boss, being actually like a respectable human, 
instead of just ignoring it, decides to call her emergency contact, which is her parents. Okay. Okay. So her parents live about three hours, two and a half hours, somewhere around there away from her apartment or her condo that she had just bought. So in hearing that she missed work and her phone going straight to voicemail, they drive over to her apartment. So they drive the two hours to her apartment and they have the spare keys. I mean, she's close to her family, so they have spare keys to her condo and they go inside and everything is normal. All right. So the door had been locked. There was even like a damp towel in the bathroom and there was water in the corners of the shower. So it looks like she wakes up, gets in the shower and gets ready for work. Okay. The only things missing or even out of place are her purse, keys and phone, which I mean, those are the things you take with you when you leave. Yeah. So her apartment gives almost no clues. There's nothing in there to indicate why she wouldn't be at work. So the police officially declare her missing and they keep looking. And about two days later, her car is found. Her car is found a mile away from her condo. Now, while her condo is in a nice area, it's also relatively close to some not nice areas. So a mile away where her car was found was a high crime area. Okay. So whoever was driving the car drove this car to a high crime area and parked it at a different set of condos. So this person was caught on surveillance video. However, they also were like the luckiest criminal ever. People have called them because the surveillance video outside of the pool where they had parked the car, because, you know, it's a condo, so it has like a pool. They walked right by it, but this camera only takes a picture every three seconds. And every single time the picture took a camera, they happen to either be looking away or behind the fence. Wait, what? So there's like a fence they're walking by around the pool. And every time the surveillance video takes a picture, because it's every three seconds, you either can't see their face because they're looking away or their face is behind like a fence pole. So if it had worked out just a tiny bit differently where they had been looking towards the camera or not been behind a fence pole, we could see their face. Uh, Okay. So I've watched this video. It is so creepy. And so this person, I mean, the clothes they're wearing, the way they're walking, it is so hard to determine anything. Like, I cannot tell if this person is a man or a woman. I cannot tell. I mean, it's black and white, so you can't really tell their ethnicity. You cannot tell much about them at all. And then their face is hidden. So this person is just about the luckiest criminal ever to park that car at this random condo and then walk through a surveillance camera and you still can't see Jack. But whoever this person was, whoever this person was, parked Jennifer's car in this condo. Wait, they parked her car in that condo? Yeah. So like I said, she was lived in a condo and then about a mile away, This person parks the car in the condo. All right. Now let's note. So she gets reported. Her boss finally calls her parents around 11. Okay. Because they waited a little bit just to see if she was running late or something. But Mm -hmm. once they couldn't get a hold of her and she didn't show up around 11, they contacted the parents. And then this happened around noon. So about an hour after she's like her parents are first called. 
the car is put into this condo parking lot. And then this person just walks away being so lucky as that their face can't be seen. That's okay. All right. And so because this is an open case, there's a lot of things we don't have access to. But recently, like within the past two or three years, some pictures of the car have been released. And these pictures um, do make it look somewhat like there could have been a struggle. So if you look at the front, you know how a lot of cars are kind of dust covered. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you can kind of see in the dust that it looks like someone was shoved across the car and it looks like an arm was flung out. So like someone was fighting back and pushed against the car. Okay. Now her car was found. And now that we see these videos that make it look like something has happened, but we still have no idea where she was. Okay. So the only other clue we have is that her condo was still being developed. Like it was a newer condo and there were new condos being built so mm-hmm. there were a lot of workers around at the time. Now, it has been said that these workers would sometimes stay in the unpurchased condos so that they didn't have to commute to work. Okay. Now, that's super creepy to me. Like, if I were buying a condo, I would not want to think that the construction workers were living in the empty condos at night while I was being shown the condo. I don't know. It just freaks me out a little. Like, oh, this condo hasn't been bought yet, so just sleep here. I don't know. I guess it depends, too, like, on how far they're traveling and stuff. Like, Well, I mean, and it's just, like, a company, so you don't know how far each person might have to travel. I mean, there's a lot of them. It's not just, like, it's not just, like, oh, one person who the manager really trusts has been staying in the condo. It's, like, up to ten of them would stay in a condo at a time. Okay. So. At that time, though, technically, they... They still own the condo until... Yeah. Okay, so there's always all these workers around, though, these construction workers. Mm -hmm. And she had mentioned to family that they made her feel uncomfortable because she was an attractive young lady. And so she would often get, like, catcalled by them Mm -hmm. or have them staring at her, things like that. So there were all of these construction workers around finishing condos. And they oftentimes, like I said, were staring at her and looking at her. But that's really the only other even slightly telling thing we have about the fact that no one has ever seen Jennifer since this. Now, 10 years after um, the day she went missing, she was declared dead by Florida, which her parents. Yeah. 10 years after she went missing, she was declared dead. Oh, 10 years. Yes. Sorry. 10 years. She's been missing for 17 years now. I don't know why I thought you said the year. No, I, ten I years. I, yeah, no. Now I'm like, okay, no, I believe that's years. what you said at first too, but yeah. maybe. But if I've so I misspoke. It's ten years. No, I mean I think I heard it wrong. You oh, think that I yeah. So okay, go ahead. And her dad says that it was like one of the hardest days of their life because obviously they still hope for her to be alive, and her parents have never given up on looking for her. There is actually, and some of this information is from a GoFundMe that they have up because they've literally put every penny they have into investigating and hiring investigators 
They have sued the state of Florida for information because they feel like the state of Florida isn't doing anything Hmm. and things like that. So this family, if anyone is interested in donating to their GoFundMe so that they can continue to search for their daughter, there is a GoFundMe page up to help Jennifer Kessie's family to pay for all of their legal bills in trying to find her. Yeah. And it is still somewhat active. I looked at it. I read the stories on it and it was donated to like two or three days ago. So it is still active. If anyone wants to donate, I am sure the family would greatly appreciate anything. Awesome. So before I get into theories, do you have any you'd like to guess at? How long were her and her boyfriend dating for? I'm not positive. I believe at least a year. I mean, I, I guess I don't know that much about him either, but I'm not, I'm not like, oh my God, I think it's him. You know, like most, most of the time, it, a lot of times it is the spouse, but I'm like, okay, I don't well, obviously get more you're information not, on him. You're not the only person who thought it was the boyfriend. However, he does have a very solid alibi of being the three hours away. Cause remember they were long distance. So he right. lived three hours away. And he apparently has a very strong alibi of being in town. So when they talked at 10 the night before, his phone was there. And then mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the rest of his alibi is, but nothing indicates that he left town and drove towards her. Okay. So, okay. So, I mean, it's like flat, like, nope. Mm-hmm. Mean. So he has never even been listed as a person of interest because Whoa. everything points to him not being there. Like they investigated wow. him, they talked to him, they look at his records. Well, I know, but not even having to be a Mm-mm. a person of interest. That yeah, that says a lot. They ruled him out too fast. Like it was like, okay, you couldn't have done this. Well, that's why so, I was just I was like, hmm. I they wanted to know if there was anything else about him because I was like, normally that's your first go to, you know, is okay. What as, about them? As far as I can tell, he. I mean, I don't know that he was a great guy, but he does not seem like he had anything to do with this disappearance. He was in his hometown. He helped them look for her. He's been very open. He, as far as I can tell, does it hasn't done anything. Although that would be interesting if it was him and he somehow really mastermind all that, but kind of doubtful. Now, a lot of people say, based on how clean it was, that someone put out a hit on her. Why would someone do that, though? I don't know. I mean, like I said, she was a 24-year-old who worked in finance. So I don't know. None of us said we don't know about if there was something she was hiding. But a lot of people seem to think it looks Maybe she found like something a hit. out. Maybe. I have no idea why she did. And she, the weirdest part to me is that, like I said, she had just been back from vacation so she had been home for like one night alone before this happened which makes me feel it does make me feel like they had known her schedule a little bit like they had known she had been out of town and was now back yeah who knows maybe it was all just luck all right there are also a lot of rumors that it was someone that she worked with now there's a couple of different rumors when it goes towards coworkers. now some of the rumors say that one of her coworkers had a big crush on her and had asked her out a bunch, but that she had turned them down because she had this boyfriend in another town. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people seem to think that it was a coworker who wanted to date her in or a lot of other people claim that her supervisor 
was jealous of her and was worried that she would work her way up to take their spot so that her supervisor is suspicious because they wanted to get rid of her. Weird too, Jesus. And then the last theory, and probably the most common, is the construction workers. All right. So now one of them was arrested a few years after she went missing for statutory rape. (gasps) So they got this guy after he was arrested on statutory rape, and they found the records that showed he had worked in her apartment, and he took a polygraph test, but it came back clean. So we don't. With I don't those, know. It's hard. Uh, I just, I'm like, mm. so maybe he just has no guilt and it was still him, but he just has no guilt. And then he could pass the polygraph. Well, or they only say like 50% of the polygraphs actually even work. I mean, so, so many, I mean, that things with polygraphs, it's, it's just. Hmm. Now I'm going to share something interesting that I read on one of these websites. Now, I only saw this on one, and it is a supposed quote from a investigator that the parents claimed to have hired. So I just want to back up that I do not know the legitimacy of this. Okay. It was not in any like official news. It was just on a website that I read a statement. So it could be false. But if it's not, it's really interesting. So one statement from one of the PIs that her parents hired on this website, at least, claims that someone who was at a lake near the area saw a piece of carpet being put into the lake that day. All right. And it also claims that the condo across the hall had been recarpeted that day. So if this is true, that definitely makes the construction workers look pretty sketchy. Or anyone that ha- that yeah. would be able to get access into that. So they did search the lake, but they found nothing. No carpet, no body, no anything. Mm-hmm. So once again, it's all just hearsay and statement. And I can't mm-hmm. really back it up, but it's kind of an interesting point. And if they were constantly working on it, it is possible that they could have like read on the carpet in that apartment that day. Yeah, it is possible. I don't know. That's just one of the statements I read, but I don't know how credible that one is because that one wasn't, like I said, it wasn't on an official news source. It was just on a one I read. I don't even remember which one it was. I have a bunch of sources listed, but. Gotcha. Yeah. So this girl, she basically has a normal night and then wakes up and is never heard from again. And her car's moved by someone. Is there theories? Because I mean, she didn't. I mean, nothing was taken or anything. So is there theories that like she ran away to start a new life? Um, I didn't read any, mostly because why would some random person have parked her car? Maybe she parked it. Maybe. Except for, I mean, okay, I have seen the footage. And while I cannot say whether it was like a man or a woman, um, they were a relative bit shorter than her. She was relatively tall. She was like 5'8". And based on this person, they were probably closer to between 5'3 and 5'5. Wow, okay, that is a bit taller. So, I mean, I've seen the videos and I've seen a lot of pictures of her. And I don't think that person was her. Whether she knew them or not is a different story. But I don't think the person who parked the car was her. Okay. 
And that also wouldn't explain the weird marks on the front of the hood unless she threatened them and was like, take this car and park it. Yeah. So possible, but it did seem like she was pretty close to her family. So I don't know. Okay. I mean, I think it's been, it's been 17 years. Unfortunately, I think the odds of her being deceased are pretty high. I don't know the, like I said, I don't know if it's true, but the carpet thing interests me a lot. Like possibly one of the workers or somebody, because, okay, it's highly likely that she, whoever did anything to her, caught her on her way to work. So she was out of her apartment. She left her apartment willingly. That's why it's locked and not disturbed. And she had the normal things she would have while leaving. So she went to head to work and someone then came up to her, approached her and was talking to her. So I think that whoever did it, whether it be a coworker or, um, or one of the construction workers, I think they knew her schedule and that they had been watching her or something of the like and knew when she would be going to work. And then they just like surprise snuck up on her. Yeah. Possible. Possible. Yeah. I don't really think it was a hit. Like I, I said, a lot I of people think, so. think that. I think it was either a coworker or one of like the workers of the apartment. Yeah. Here's what I I'm kind of curious. Is there any other deaths around that area? Not that I've there. Okay. On on Reddit. Now, once again, this is Reddit, so who knows how credible <laughs> it is. I was reading a couple of people who claim to have known people who lived in like that same general condo area. Mm-hmm. And I've definitely heard some other weird stories about these construction workers. Like apparently they were not the most professional. A lot of other stories about being cat called. I mean, obviously none of them were abducted, but they definitely seemed a little sleazy, at least according to the stories I read. Gotcha. And she had told her family before that they made her uncomfortable. So. Gotcha. Okay. Obviously, I mean, like I said, two years later, one of them got arrested for statutory rape. So, I mean, in every single crowd, even if they're the most reputable, you could have one bad egg. That is true. What do you, what do you, I mean, she just disappeared. She just woke up and went to work and then never showed up for work. It, um, that sounds this one's a little hard because, I mean, she's just... Okay, well, we have to obviously mention the fact that it could have been aliens. So maybe it was aliens. She was going to her car, and mm-hmm. then maybe she had, like, unlocked the car or something, and then some sort of hoodlum just stole the car after they realized it was unlocked and she wasn't there and took it. That's possible. I don't know. That's that's possible, too. Um, I'm going to have to say, though, like, especially with some I mean people are saying that those they were sleazy and one actually got arrested before that just based off what I know here it's it seems like it's I mean maybe one of them tried to hit on her and even if it was maybe an accident I don't know though but because it seems also like it's too damn clean yeah, right? Like, because at first you're like, oh, well, maybe they were just hitting on her. And when she said no, you know, they like shoved her and that's why she fell back on the car. But 
but that wouldn't be that clean though would it like but then yet she all of a sudden also just happens to disappear with no trace well and one thing that does make it look that's why it kind of you know looks like the hit or whatever i'm i don't know about that but it it doesn't seem too much like a robbery because like there was stuff in her car I mean, it wasn't, no, it wasn't the most valuable stuff. There apparently were things like a mm-hmm. DVD player in her car that you think would have gotten stolen if this was some sort of a robbery. So they gotcha. didn't take anything from the car. Even if it wasn't like super valuable, there was stuff in the car and they didn't take it. I mean, in 2006, a DVD player still probably could have got you a couple bucks. Right. I don't know. I lean towards some sort of construction worker, but yeah. it's hard to say. I would lean more towards that too. I mean, but like I said, like I mean, either they got really lucky, or or maybe she was having an affair. So maybe she talks to the boyfriend, you know, until ten p.m., disconnects the phone because she doesn't want to be disrupted during the affair, and then while they're leaving that morning. He does something possible, but don't, uh, you would think though, also a coworker or something like that would have heard something. I don't know. Maybe she was really maybe discreet. Not. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I assume they have her phone records though, but maybe not. So they, they probably would be able to see if she see. called anybody. Yeah. And if she, if they called anyone, maybe. they didn't know who was right. I don't know. But it's super weird. She's just gone. That is crazy. And like I said, her family has never given up looking on her. They are continuously hiring lawyers and PIs to look into the case. Is there a theory too that maybe she got taken for sex trafficking? Ooh, I haven't read it. If that's the case, then they must have like been watching these condos. Why not? I, f- I mean, you know. I feel like, like whoever took her knew approximately the time she would leave for work. But maybe, I mean, she was relatively pretty. I mean, like I said, she was 24. She was young. She was successful. She. That could be why, too. Like, there's just, like, no trace of blood or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And her stuff wasn't, like, taking. Because normally they don't take. They probably didn't want to put fingerprints on more things than they had to. Mm-hmm. Which if it was outside of the car, mm-hmm. I mean, if they wore gloves when they drove the car to repark it or something, I don't know. Look at that. That could have been. Maybe. Easily. Because, I mean, I mean think about it, like the circle in the car or whatever. I guess. I mean, and she had even just been out of town. So who's to say that while she was out of the country, she wasn't followed back because someone had an eye on her and then watched. Mm-hmm. All right. That's possible. I'm going with that because there's no, you know, trace of blood or anything like that. Like the only thing of a struggle is her on the car. Well, yeah, it doesn't never found at all. It doesn't seem like a crime of passion because like I said, let's pretend it was her boyfriend. If he didn't have a strong alibi, if he had come and was like, let's talk. She probably would be like, okay, well, let's go back in the apartment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have been on the hood of the car right before right. work. No, maybe that would make sense. I'm gonna go with that. Right. Okay. So so there's a chance that you can still find her. Yes. And her family has not given up. So like I said, if you are interested in helping, 
you can go to the GoFundMe for Jennifer Kessie. It is ran by her parents, and they. But either way, yeah. Um, her family is constantly, like I said, they have recently sued the state of Florida uh, for more information on the case because they haven't been releasing things to them because it's still an open case. So they are trying to get more information to help solve it themselves since, you know, it's been 17 years and mm-hmm. nothing's been moving. So they're trying to do what they can. And if anyone has any theories, I would love to hear them. Yeah, we definitely would. Feel free. We, yeah, feel free to send them our way. Uh, Crane Theories Podcast at gmail.com is our email. You might us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. And you know what? You've got nothing nice to say and don't say nothing at all. That's what I'm going to say to these stupid jerks that are commenting. Well, and um, if you're the people commenting, it, I mean, honestly, yeah, you can tell us your theories, but if you're just going to say mean shit to us, it's not going to do anything. We're not going to stop doing the podcast. We're not going to stop talking. We're not going to. It's it's a waste of your own time. You can have your own opinion. That's fine. You can, but it's not going to do anything. So. No, and I mean, like, and we, we do. We want to hear your theories and stuff, uh-huh. but. So if you, as, like, if you think that you know what happened to Jennifer, feel free to talk to us and we'll talk about it on air. If you just think we're assholes, that's your opinion and you can have that, but we don't care. And go fuck off. Pretty much. <laughs> and you know what? Are you wrong? Uh, technically not, but that's okay. Well, I mean, it's all from the eye of the beholder. And so probably to some people, I might be an <laughs> asshole. Depends on how they've treated me and what situation I met them under. And I mean, <laughs> Sure. But in general, am I an asshole to everybody? No. Depends on how you treat me. Oh, okay, fair. You're nicer than me, though. I'm I'm straight up and I'll just be like, you know what? Fuck you. That's true. Adrian might just flip you off because you met her. So that's what, that's what I do. I usually won't flip you off till you flip me off first. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't like, do anything. Hello. Middle fingers up. so okay but either way if you do have theories please feel free to send them in and as always keep fucking going So spooky season is here and that means that, you know what, you guys need to get on hunt a killer. It is a great way as temperatures are theoretically going to start cooling down to spend a little more time inside. Yeah, for sure. Well, what great way to, uh, you know, start up the spooky season by finding out your own little mystery. 
Um, it's a mystery box that comes to you monthly. And Hunt a Killer is just a great way uh, to help pass the time and get into that spooky season. So guys, um, use code theories. And you guys can get 20% off um, any of your mystery boxes. I'll go ahead and link it down below. So check it out. That's Hunt a Killer.